In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I'm laughing because I'm here with our very own Sean Kilby. He is our head of podcasts, so he knows all about the Betches Brides podcast and more. Sean, welcome to the show. Nicole, it is an honor to be here. No, I'm like nervous. You shouldn't be nervous. First of all, (laughs) you're one of my favorite people on the planet, so thrilled to be here with you. Failed to be here Secondly, with you. You're killing it on this show. First so, of all, thank greenlighting you. you as the solo host of the show, one of the best decisions of my life. Thank you, Sean. And I think the audience agrees. And if they hate you, thank you for listening anyway. Honestly, and it wasn't my decision in that case. No, <laughs> if they hate me, then honestly, it's kind of your fault. Mm-hmm. So why is that? Any well, I've because you like the monster that you are. Yes, you've turned me into a monster, and. I don't, you make all the decisions at the end of the day for all of our podcasts. So guys, if you ever have problems with the podcast, mm-hmm, honestly, mm-hmm. go to Sean's DMs and just yep. complain. The good thing is I don't check my DMs, so okay. send them. Sweet. No one's going to listen to them. Sweet. Well, you will now, because I'm sure after this episode, they will have a lot of questions. Okay, so you guys are probably wondering, like, why are we having Sean on? He's not a bride. True. He's not a groom. Um, Sean, you were recently asked to be a day of coordinator, mm-hmm. a DOC. DOC. In your friend's wedding. Right. And you had to pretty much plan this thing from scratch, I feel like. Well, I didn't plan it, but I did DOC it from scratch. Okay, so... there's a difference, right? A wedding planner and a day of coordinator. Yeah. Very different. Very true. Mm -hmm. Very true. I took the baton and ran with it. You ran? On the day of. Which I am so intrigued about. When you told me this, I was like, hold on, Sean, um, you're not a wedding day of coordinator. Why the hell were you hired? You have a full-time job, right. That's true. (laughs) So can you please just start by like telling us who this friend is? How did this even come about? Okay, so Susie's a friend. Now she did, she's I think what a, similar to what a lot of the listeners of the Betches Brides podcast are, mm-hmm. which are people who really DIY their own wedding themselves. So she yeah. planned this thing. They paid, I think, for the majority of their wedding themselves, she and her now husband. Love that. And this is just this past, it was over Memorial Day weekend in 2022. So this is very recent. Yay. She did an amazing job, probably worked too hard on her own wedding. And the it was not a cheap wedding, but it was definitely a DIY budget wedding. So we this wasn't like a full it. budget. So most of what, my, what we're going to talk about is a DIY wedding stuff. Sweet. So, Susie did a great job planning her wedding, and she asked my girlfriend, Linda, to be the officiant. So I was already going to be at the wedding. Oh, okay. And this was a, um, it's like an upstate wedding. So those of you, for those of you who don't live in New York City, uh, weddings in New York City, the venues are prohibitively expensive. But a lot of people that we know will go like just outside the city. So this was in Westchester County mm-hmm. at a campground, but like really nice, like nice summer camp. Right. And so I said, I'm going to be there anyway, staying for two days because Linda was going to be there as the officiant. 
So I said, I've done this stuff before, so I can just be your DOC. And she accepted the offer. So you reached out to her to offer I volunteered. I did. I did. What do you mean by you've done this before? Okay. So I've been in a lot of weddings. I've been a groomsman a lot of times. And then I've had family members get married. There was also one backyard wedding that happened when I was like back in living in California. Okay. It was pretty some. This one was very DIY. This was like a potluck wedding. Okay. So that was the first time where it was like, okay, you need somebody who just kind of runs the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind telling people what to do. So that was the first time I did it. And that was, you get it, you learn lessons. Mm-hmm. And then having been part of like helping to, you know, decorate weddings and be a groomsman and whatever, you see a lot of this stuff. So I felt confident that I could be the DOC for a friend. And I got to say, I think I nailed it. So I have a lot of lessons I learned this past couple weeks that I think I can share. I cannot wait to learn all of them. Okay, yeah. so just to paint more of a picture, so you said camp wedding. Yeah, yeah. how many? It looks people? like a summer camp, 150 people. Okay, and it was planned to be an outdoor ceremony, beautiful setting. They actually had it was just really cool. Actually, they had yurts. You know, like a yurt is. I have. I've. It it's sounds kind of like so a teepee, familiar. I guess, but like a permanent tent, Ooh. but very nice. And that's what the summer camp. So instead of cabin cabins, they had yurts at this summer I camp. Love like this vibe. And anybody who came could stay in the yurts. Oh, that's fine. So we did stay in them. And then they had um, like a like a dining hall, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Like it, it felt good for kind of like a woodsy wedding. Yeah. Um, and that was on a rainy weekend. So it was supposed to be an outdoor ceremony with the backup being indoor. I'll tell you how that went. But again, you learn, learn these lessons. Yeah. You make plans, God laughs. You've heard that one? So yes. That was another thing. There was there's little lessons that you learned from trying to do a DIY okay. outdoor wedding. Because what was your yours was outdoor. Mine was outdoor ceremony, indoor reception, mm-hmm. outdoor cocktail hour. Thank God it was beautiful on the day of the next day. It rained like crazy, but lucky. Right. We didn't. Ha- we never even had a backup plan. But I'm sure if we did, the first person I would have turned to would have been our wedding planner, right? Our coordinator. Well, what other people do. So I was also an officiant once. That was another time when I learned lessons. Oh, so you've like learned a lot mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. it. I'm ordained. Um, <laughs> not by God, but somebody who lives in like Montana. So, <laughs> so I did do that once and that was an outdoor wedding with an outdoor reception. Okay. And it rained that day. Did you have to help and shuffle it, people? And we still did it in the rain. Oh. And then they hired, they paid for one of those like wildly expensive tents. Mm. Yeah, so that's what a lot of people do. In this yeah. case, they actually had a venue where the reception was supposed to be anyway. Okay. So so that's one of those things where it's like, you got to... Remember Atlantis Morissette? She had all those things that are ironic, like, you know, black fly in your Chardonnay, death row party. Like, literally, no, you're going over my head. You remember... You don't remember this? When she's like, old man turned 98, uh, won the lottery Sean and died always the next has day. these references. I'm sure a lot of listeners... when all you need is a knife? Is this, is meeting this the a man song? your dreams and then meeting his beautiful <laughs> wife. One of the things that she says, it's like rain on your wedding, oh, wedding day. day. Yes. I got to tell you, okay, when you sing it like that. her heart. <laughs> it's not that ironic to rain on your wedding day. Like it rains rain. a lot. No Which, matter where you live. Yeah. It rains a lot. So my first piece of advice before we get into all my like little, I have so many opinions on everything, including yeah. weddings. Oh, I know. Uh-huh, <laughs> that do not assume that it's not going to rain if you have an outdoor wedding. Assume Here's it probably thing, will. Here's the thing. I remember like with mine, our venue was like, if you want a backup tent for the outdoor ceremony, you have to put down a $10,000 deposit to potentially reserve this. You don't get it back. If if you we use it, then great. Yeah, your $10,000 goes somewhere. If not, 
you're still out $10,000. So Mike and right. I were like, honestly, we'll risk the rain. I don't, we'll, we'll get umbrellas at that point. We're not going to like throw in 10 grand that we're not going to get back. No, I, th- I think that's reasonable. Some Again, do this that. This apply to everything, right? Yeah. In this case, we had a backup venue to do it inside. Mm-hmm. But I do think if you are crossing your fingers, when you sign on the dotted line for your venue and there is no indoor option, yeah. just you don't come back to me later and say, man, what bad luck we had. It's yeah. like, that's like somebody who like has a connecting flight and they give themselves 30 minutes to get from gate to gate. And they're like, I have the worst flight luck. Like, no, you don't. You, you gotta, you didn't have you a plan. plan for yeah. it. Yeah. Now. And so good tip though. I, I just think, look, I, and maybe you do it in the rain. Maybe that's the story that you want. Yeah. Um, or you just it, make sure there's another location or another location, whatever it's going to be. So that's my number. My first thing is when, when I officiated the wedding, a couple of years ago, it was a beautiful setting. I understand mm-hmm. why they wanted to do it outside. And then we had like a 20 minute window of opportunity when it wasn't raining. Mm-hmm. So we all hurried out to get like her going down the aisle. And by then it started raining again. And the minute that she got up Always does. to the front, I mean, it was pouring rain. Nobody could hear a word that I was saying. Like I would cry. You would. So which is why I would say like, just here's my other thing is that. Over this week. So here's, let's go, let's get into what happened at yeah. this summer camp. Wait, okay. Mm-hmm. Before we even get into the, all of that. So you said, okay, Susie, I'm going to be your day of coordinator. Right. How long before the wedding did you tell her that? I gave her uh, maybe less than a month. Okay. She, I don't know what she was going to do. Probably going to fly blind on that one. Yeah. So, how yeah. was she? Okay. So she wasn't even planning on having it and you were unpaid. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I did. I, 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 <laughs> that was your wedding gift. That was my wedding gift. Did you still give a gift? No, I literally was like, you're no, not getting that's a gift. I mean, that's a huge gift. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, more, yeah. more. I would have given her to That's cash, worth any. Because uh, yeah. here's one of my wedding opinions. They always want cash. Like, yeah. don't even look at the registry. I, we all want cash. We all want cash. Do you know what you can do with cash? Spend it on the stuff on your registry. True. So I don't mind a registry. I take that back. Especially for like a shower. It's nice to have a registry as mm-hmm. well. I would have given a bunch of cash. In lieu, I gave them many, many hundreds of dollars worth of services. Uh, right. Yeah, I would take that over any cash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said this before the wedding about a month prior. Did she? Did you guys have a meeting we prior? Did. Oh. We met a couple times. So oh, a couple. here's the most important. So let's go through some tips that I have to give your day of coordinator. Let's do it. Okay, before I get into all my other hardcore opinions about weddings. But Hell yes. What do you need to provide to your coordinator? First of all, if you're not paying them to be a wedding planner, you yourself as the bride or whoever's helping you needs to have a detailed itinerary. Mm-hmm. And the itinerary needs to include the day before the wedding if you're going to be decorating your own venue. Yep. Did you decorate your own venue at all? I did not hang a thing on you didn't the hang walls. A thing. I mean, but we did didn't you do oversee it at all? Mm-hmm. We had a venue coordinator and month of wedding planner, and they kind of oversaw all of that. Right. We didn't have that much though. Of like we had lighting, we had flowers well, we, at the reception and the and yeah, the um, yeah. ceremony. Well, flowers at the ceremony, pretty much. But um, they were in the same like location, so it was all in one. But we had like minimal decor. It's not like we're draping like installations. You yeah. Know? So I've also helped decorate some weddings in the past. And that's the other part that's hard. So I've, I've helped. Let's assume friends. in this case, this is DIY where you don't have a wedding coordinator. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's DIY, I assume you're going to have a lot of string lights because that's what everybody does. Yep. Right. Okay. So I've done that a few times. It's backbreaking work. And I'm telling you right now, string lights right off the top. If you're going to be doing those, assume it's going to take forever. And it's going to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. So if you're the bride, you should not be involved in that. Mm-hmm. If you're the groom, you probably shouldn't be involved in it either. But you do have to tell people what to, to do. So that. a DOC is good for that. Yeah. So you need an itinerary for plan- for the day b- before when you're going to be decorating. If the venue lets you in. That's if the nice venue that lets they you did. in. No, I mean, I, I, 
again, this doesn't, if you have like a big budget, a lot mm-hmm. of these things become a lot easier. Yeah. And like our venue was like, we have a wedding Friday night before yours. So mm-hmm. yeah, everything has to so go you have Saturday. To get, but that's the thing. If you know that, yeah, then you need to know the hours in which you have to decorate. And mm-hmm. it's always going to take longer than you think. Right. So having just like, you need an itinerary that has all the phone numbers of all the people that could possibly need to be reached mm-hmm. and who they are, mm-hmm. including the day, of course, because the, the main thing, the DOC is they're your POC too, your point of contact. Yeah. So like when grandma shows up, she doesn't know where to go. No, but like, she's probably going to have someone in her car is going to be like, I'm here with grandma. And that, that person's the DOC. Like yep. your day of coordinator be somebody when like the, the old lady who doesn't speak English shows up, someone needs to tell her where to go. So yes. I did that. That's one example. So you had to like get acquainted with the family members prior. No, or at I least just, learned who they just, were. They needed to know to call or text okay. me or whatever. Or I just had an ask. So gotcha. that's one element. And then blow by blow for day of mm-hmm. you as the bride who have planned this thing meticulously. Mm-hmm. You need to have that all that itinerary ready and printed out for the day of coordinator. Cause right. I mean, maybe they can print that again. If you're paying them a, a, enough money, they will, they will take <laughs> care of these things, but yeah. most likely you're trying to hand off all the hard work you've done to somebody. So you don't have to worry about it on the day. And how detailed is the actual like event by event? Does it say like 6am bridesmaids start getting ready? Is it literally it every minute? It does. Okay. Oh, that's Cause the nice. other most important thing the coordinator does. So, so they talk when grandma shows up, that sort of stuff mm-hmm. It's even like the day before, right? Sometimes. Right. Okay. Then you got your vendors. They need somebody just to like check with yeah. again, if it's the right kind of venue that costs enough money, a lot of this is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Like there might be, so if there's a day of coordinator that's comes with the venue, then of course right, right. this is like this, this conversation may not be totally for you. Right. You still would like to give them an itinerary though. Okay. Yeah. You should but, still loop all vendors into things. Right. So but the, all the, so you got your photographer, your, if, if dessert isn't part of the catering, et cetera, all those people are going to show up at different hours. So mm-hmm. somebody needs to be there just to be like, you guys are setting up over here. Hope again, hopefully the, the caterer has worked at this venue over and over. So they, they'll probably tell the day of coordinator. Don't worry about it. I got that. Right, right. But they might have questions about like, well, where do you want to put this table or that table? Because they'll yeah. they'll help put those things at the reception. And so you had to be there from start to finish, mm-hmm. from morning till like literally like we were doing it from like eight a.m. or seven a.m. Whatever. I wasn't I wasn't there when the the hair and makeup showed up because she got there like seven yeah. a.m. But usually, like for example, at the at the venue again, mm-hmm. sometimes your your ceremony is in a different place than your reception, so right. that obviously that can be different, but. Wherever you're doing the hair and makeup, mm-hmm. like that's already part of the job for the day of. Yeah. So did you have to like, oh my God, well, here's first mo- of all, you're such a good friend. The, the other most important thing is people wrangling. So yeah. it's, so the vendors are kind of easy. Yeah. And Cause they already, like you said, they know they've done this before. They kind of become the experts in a way. Yeah. They've typically know like where to put things like, oh, photo booths should go here. You know, so exactly the photo booth, the DJ, the whatever. Yeah. But they might have, you know, and usually you'll do, you should be doing, okay, this is great. But the last thing that you do mm-hmm. is you're wrangling bridesmaids and groomsmen. They're so annoying. They yeah. actually don't pay any attention to what's going on. It's so often like this probably happened at your wedding. We're like, it's time to take the pre- ceremony photographs and you can't find that one groomsman you're like where the fuck did joey go (laughs) we don't need that but that's that's why it's the job of the day of coordinator to wrangle wrangle those people because the bride doesn't want to worry about that so you're you were there for your friend watching the photos being taken with the whole bridal party with the but also having to worry about setup in the reception 
Yeah, well, we had people, like, right, we did that all in the morning. <gasps> did you have a team helping you, or literally was it just Well, you? we were lucky. There were a lot of, like, people attending who were, okay. like, you know, the the, the, wag, the wags of the groomsmen or the yes. hubs of the yep. bridesmaids, whatever. They helped. team effort. Right. Okay. And a lot of that was the day before. Okay. But wrangling those people, like, I don't think we would have gotten all the photographs done if she didn't have a DOC who was no. just saying, like, hey, Joey. Hurry up. I know you're taking a shower and everybody else is like already at the photo right. site. And I bet they listen to like the designated DOC more than just a bridesmaid who's like, I think we're supposed to be here at this time for photos because it's like that yeah. you've been designated. Well, so you, you think mean? these people are clueless? Think how clueless the groom is. He's yeah. also not ready to go. He was taking a nap when I went to get him to go take photos. He's like, do you think I should start getting dressed? I'm like, yeah, I think it's time. So those are the sort of things. And I just want to ask, point out, you were... A guest at this wedding as well. Yeah, I was a guest. So you're too. doing all this in your outfit leading up to the wedding in your nice suit. Well, I didn't put in my suit until right before. Oh, right. Like, I got dressed I'm after the bride. I'm logistically thinking, like, as a woman, I'm like, I take three hours to get ready for myself, yeah. ready to attend a wedding. When the hell? Like, I, can't, I couldn't do this. I just couldn't. You like, totally could. Actually, this is exactly what you're good at because you're like a very detail oriented person. Thank you. you. Right. Well, so, but, uh, and by the way, it, it was a rainstorm that whole day, mm -hmm. which did. We didn't get to do it outside. So that added an additional layer of challenge. So who was there a venue POC there? There wasn't. This is like, this place is run by park rangers. So there was somebody you could call if you had a question about like opening up the kitchen. We had one guy that we were able to assign that was a ranger to tell people where to park. Because okay. parking is also yeah. a little thing. Sometimes you have to have, sometimes you got to get the boyfriend of the maid of honor to go stand in the parking lot and tell people where to go. Yeah. Right? Like again, DIY style. This is stressing me out. You need, well, you need somebody just to tell everybody what to do because people show up yeah. and they're just like aimless. So you had to shuffle everybody into the rain plan. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I, I tried so hard to convince her the day before just to scrap all outdoor plans, but we waited yeah. until like the, the 11th hour. Because mm -hmm. the other thing is, the um the cocktail hour, for example, was supposed to be outside. Okay. We we decided way early to move it inside, regardless of rain. Good. Just because like you can't you can't play they have to set up for that. And then mm -hmm. we ended up moving the ceremony inside, which meant we had to like build the little uh what do you call the arch? Everything like all oh, those little the things. Ceremony. You had to physically construct that? The park rangers put that together and then we had to like decorate that indoors because there was a separate one outdoors, right? So then you always had to think of like, where are, where are we going to put the aisle now? Like, how are yeah. we going to have people walk down the aisle, et cetera? What about the chairs? The what about the chairs? Who was putting out these chairs? Was this like the wags and people okay. jumping in? So usually in the reception hall, regardless, chairs, et cetera, are always going to be handled by the catering company. So we didn't have to deal with okay. chairs, but we would have had to deal with chairs if they were outside. Okay. So we that that we didn't really do. Again, the wags and the hubs and the whatever, those people will help with those little things in the DIY. Like yeah. that's never hard to cuz they need something to do. Yeah. Yeah. But let's go let's go back. Mm -hmm. Let's go back. Day before. Yes. So like let's go talk about the setup day, the rehearsal day. Okay, perfect. So you were in charge of the rehearsal as well. Kind of. I mean, like if you if you were doing your own DIY wedding and you're the bride, yeah, you can be a little bit in charge of your rehearsal yeah, also, yeah. right? Like, the, So all throughout this, you're checking in with the bride. Just like, I assume your day of coordinator checked in with you a few throughout the day of your wedding, right? Oh yeah, she was there the whole time. I like made her be by my side and then exactly. I like let her, I like released her to go like set up the reception room while I was getting my hair and makeup done. But then I was like, where's Sarah? I need her back here. I haven't and seen her in five back, minutes. And, yeah. she would, and she would give you updates, et cetera. Yeah. Yep, and she had a team. She had people with her, so she would send off. That's why I'm like, my jaw is on the floor with all the stuff you did. 
Um, and it's funny because back to the rehearsal, I usually say that rehearsals aren't needed. I'm like, the wedding party doesn't know, need to know what to do. In this case, was it needed? I can't. I couldn't disagree with that more. Okay, here comes my first, like, uh, he, uh, uh, of my opinions. Okay, mm-hmm. I think the rehearsal is super important okay. because it's the, the actual ceremony itself is a little bit more like a dance than you think it is. Yeah. And you really want it to just go smoothly. It has to be choreographed, even though it's such simple choreography. I actually right. think it's important. I think you should walk through twice. I don't <laughs> even think you should just walk through once. Do you think it's needed for the bridal party to be there? Like the bridesmaids and groomsmen? More than anyone, because they're idiots. <laughs> I'm serious. Just assume Joey's going to be late. So, yeah. he, you, know, you know what I mean? So I actually think those people should be there. Okay. I know that might be a controversial opinion, because people have to be there the day before and you're asking a lot of I have just been a bridesmaid in so many including the bridesmaids in my own where all they do is walk down stand up on the altar walk back and I'm like oh we could have just showed you guys how to do that 10 minutes before the actual ceremony started because I I my argument is that for the rehearsal the couple the parents anybody who has a reading anybody like that should be there but so you think because they're just standing up there it doesn't matter yeah Okay, I think that's fair because you're you're but it's not trying like to be respectful of the time of the bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. But you signed up for this. Yeah. You spent so much money on a dress anyway. You might as well might be as there well. the night before just to go through it. True. Plus there's food involved, right? At the true, true. Dinner. The dinner. Oh, I'm not saying right off the dinner. I think the dinner should totally happen. Wait, so if, they, if they're required to come to the rehearsal dinner, why wouldn't they have to I come know. to the walkthrough? I know. Okay, good point. I think it's actually crazy not to because something can go wrong and you'll be... All you'll think about is the mistake. Yeah. So we actually had something go like sl- slightly wrong during the ceremony that I, that, and I, I had said like, let's, let's just walk through one more time. It's like, no, no, everybody's tired. Okay. So first things first, you're at the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You're just going to do the walkthrough wherever the venue, do it in the sp- space where the ceremony is going to take place just to give yourself peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And you want to just wa- tell everybody blow by blow from your written itinerary. This is how it's going to go. It's going to go this, then these people are going to walk, then these people are going to walk, then the flower girls, then we're going to be up there. You're going to speak, you're going to speak, you're going to speak. Then the officiant, I do, I do. Then we regret. We, so you regret. were leading this part. Yeah, the bride, um, did, she led that first kind of like, here's my explanation of how I want it to go. Okay. Right, because she did a lot of Googling exactly how she wants it to look, a lot of YouTube videos of yeah. exactly how she wants it to go. And then we did the walkthrough and you should just do it exactly how it's going to go. Right. So in this case, you know, all the groomsmen are just like milling about. They line up. Did they listen well? Because that's something I've always noticed. No, of course they did They don't listen. They start talking off in their own little corners. You're like a school teacher. You are like, like a school hey, teacher. Pay yeah. attention. But once the guy, the guy's up there is the easy part. Yeah. And then getting, you know, you have to play the music like it's going to play for the procession and time out to show people, okay, now you're going to walk away. Sometimes... People do it differently. Do the groomsmen and the bridesmaids walk together? However you're going to do it. They obviously are going to walk out together, but how, how do we want it to be exactly? Uh, ring bears, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So having those people actually walk down the aisle, if they're walking too fast, have the pace be whatever it's going to be. And the day of coordinator should be wherever the bridesmaids are coming down the aisle to tell people, okay, now you go. Yes. Okay, now you go. Yep. Just to rehearse it. Then when you get up there, obviously you're not going to say all your vows, mm-hmm. but you do need to go through each part each of the thing. ceremony. Okay, now, officiant, give us just a brief part of how you're going to, you know, right. invite, welcome everybody to the ceremony. Please turn off your phones. Mm-hmm. Joke, joke, joke. Okay, now here comes um, Timmy from the audience to read a poem. Right. Right, and so that person should stand up, stand where they're going to stand. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have the microphones that you would be using. If you're not, then you're just going to have to fake it. Right. So doing all of those things, but the one part that actually went wrong is we didn't rehearse the rings. 
So when that it, went wrong in mine too. It's going to go wrong. So one of my the little things is like rehearse bringing the rings up with you. Obviously, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to have the actual rings, but like a ring box, the ring bearer. Who's they? Who do they hand it to? Like, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? The they, ring. The, did, what did you guys do? The best man was holding them and he handed them to us, but he was very confused on what fuck, to do. Right? Awkward wasn't paying attention. It turned into like a moment of the ceremony. Like yeah. people were, and I've seen that happen in multiple. Cause like, I don't know, the, the person who has to present the rings to the couple is always like nervous. They're nervous. So you have to make them rehearse, even yeah. though it's so simple. So in this case, I think if there's a ring bearer, you know, maybe it's your dog, whatever. Right. Make sure the rings go to the best man. Mm-hmm. Then he holds the box. Mm-hmm. Then when it's time, one by one, he hands the ring to the person who's going to put it on the other person's finger. Mm-hmm. And then he waits. And then he hands the other one from the box so that they know that it's their turn to do the thing because the bride and groom are going to be nervous. Right. They're not going to know. They're what to just going to do when they get the ring. They're going to do what right. they think they're supposed to do with it. So all I think that walkthrough is important. And I, I think people should even maybe do it twice. Like do it once yeah. fast or do it once in detail. And then once kind of fast through, everybody feels good. Now we can go eat and get drunk and go to bed. I see what you're saying with that. I agree. I agree. Because I will say we did it twice for mine quickly, I remember, and then to the rehearsal dinner and people still fucked up our whole ceremony. And um, it was like, it was literally like a joke. Like we had guests being like, I thought your ceremony was fun, how people were messing up. And I was like, honestly, it's fine. Well, that, I, I do think in terms of like what the officiant is doing or what you're oh, saying Oh, they're the captain house, of the ship during that. Yeah, but like if somebody trips on a few words, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But you want to make sure it's that It's not at least, that presenting at the Oscars. It's like, not we're good. the Oscars. Exactly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, let's get to the wedding day. The wedding day. Details. I do think your itinerary needs to be very detailed. So yes. like you said, these are the hours. When, if you can even do it, like the the order in which the bridesmaids are going to be getting hair and makeup, hair and or makeup done mm-hmm. can be helpful to them so that they know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Usually you're going to budget more time than you need for it. But right. the order of it is important. The bride usually would go last because mm. you want your hair to... That's a whole conversation in itself with the order. I usually say bride in like the middle-ish. Maybe. Because you don't want to go first. You don't want your makeup to become stale. The dreaded spot is the first spot. No bridesmaid ever wants to go first. But you literally have to just shove somebody into the chair. 
And that bridesmaid deserves a special place in heaven for going. Mm -hmm. And then you don't want to be last because I've seen horror stories where the last bridesmaid is like not ready before the thing starts. So I, the sweet spot I think is like middle ish. I've seen the bride usually, and usually your makeup person is like the one who's looking out for the bride the most. So they're like, okay, we want the bride. We want Susie in the middle. This is her spot. Like the makeup person will grab one ready. I also think, think about it practically. If you're a bride who, who you just couldn't help yourself and every person you know is in your wedding party. Mm. If you have 10 bridesmaids, then you're going to go over on time for preparation. If you only have three bridesmaids, you got so much time. How much time did you guys have? Did the bride and groom have for getting ready? Did they do photos before? Did they have? Okay. Yeah. Great question. I, I Here's what I like. I like the tradition of just doing individual family photos and individual mm-hmm. groomsmen with the groom photos mm-hmm. before the ceremony. So the groom and his oh. groomsmen go. Okay. And then if you can get all the family there, the groom and his parents or whoever, take their photos. So no first look. Well, you could do a first look if you want. We didn't do a first look. They didn't want one. Okay. It's up to you. How do you feel about the first look? I mean, the biggest reason for it is you do it that way you get photos together, you get group photos with both families, mm-hmm. everything before the ceremony. Yeah. That way after the ceremony, you can get a couple. We did a couple last minute couples portraits with the sunset, but we got to attend our cocktail hour. Because oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Our ceremony was 5 to 5.30, cocktail hour 5.30 to 6.30, reception straight from that 6.30 to 11-ish. Till so, the morning, right? Till the dot. Till the no, it was a whole, that's a whole. Well, but okay. So, but the cocktail hour is kind of there so that you can get photos if you need them. Yeah. That's a big debate though. Couples like to attend it. Okay. Nowadays. It's going to be a long night. So I don't think it's that important <laughs> yeah. to, in my mind, again, do whatever you want to do, yeah. but I would say it's useful to use that time for as many photos as possible. So if you do the first look and right. you can do a full, but not all, not all, it's not always like all the family members are there ready beforehand. Yeah, no. Like I said, sometimes grandma doesn't show up until like right before the ceremony. So you have to get it after get yeah. those photos. But yeah, as many of those as you can get. And that, again, that's where the DOC is like super important mm-hmm. because the photographer and all, if there's multiple people on that team, they still don't really know who everybody is and they don't know where everybody is. Yeah, who was the vendor that you were like working closest with on the day of? It's definitely the photographer. Photographer. Yeah, because they have to do You were with them the whole time, yeah. Yeah, and like your photographer's a pro. Like they know what they're doing. And if it's a really good photographer, I've seen cases where they kind of turn into like the day of planner in terms of like helping you stay on the timeline. Like they'll be like, okay, now we have to do family photo. Because a lot of the day of leading up to the wedding is photos that's the timeline uh-huh. no, everything is built around the photos yeah which is important i mean but also they take longer than you expect oh yeah because it is so much people running. Like, so mm-hmm. one of the okay so here's some tips for your diy wedding yeah you ready okay buy you can just go on amazon and get walkie talkies now it sounds so hokey but <laughs> but like a, a text chain just doesn't cut it we I also had, we, again, this is like rural. We couldn't even use our cell phones. Yeah. So we went to Home Depot or you can do it off Amazon. It's like four, you can get the cheap ones. They have like. <laughs> did just, you just, have a headset on? No, no, I didn't do the headset. I don't, I didn't have, but like. Did you have a clipboard? I'm I trying did, to envision this. I did a clipboard in the itinerary. Of course. Right. Yeah. And your walkie talkie. And a walkie talkie on the hip and give one to, you can get four of them. And that's probably enough. Maybe one for the photographer, Perfect. one for the DOC and one for the bridal party, one for the groom's party. Like that's helpful because those people are going to be, they're going to be roving, yeah. right? Like have one next to the bride. So if she has a question, you know, 
Oh, can I get, can I get, eh, we're calling in to, you know, do the whole thing, right? Wait, Those that's were amazing. really helpful. And they're like 40 bucks for four of them. Off and Amazon. it's better than a phone because you like hear it right away. It pings you when you need. It's quicker. You don't have to text back and wait for the text. I mean, it's also like, can we get an ETA on Nicole for yeah. the first look? Just like, it's thing. that sort of thing. Or Brilliant. you might have questions where you're like, hey, has anybody checked in with the DJ? I heard he's supposed to, he texted me, he's supposed yeah. to show up for, soon Yeah. at whatever location. Like, Walkie talkies, best money spent at this whole wedding because it's like it. so cheap. Love it. And that was really helpful for the photos and everything on the day of. Okay. Okay. So we get to ceremony. You're you're still you're still working at this. You're not Oh, like, I was there like till like working it till it was over. So did you ever get to switch into like enjoy the wedding guest mode? I would say a little bit. This is important. Okay, so let's talk about how to pick your if you're going to use a DOC, like mm -hmm. a friend, rather than pay yes. somebody. Yes, what should you be asking them? Okay. What should you be looking for? First of all, they have to have had some sort of event planning experience. Like we do events with Betches also. So like mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier for us to like know how things go. When you've produced podcasts, yeah, you've yeah. produced events, did that help? Did of that course, happen? right. Like we've done, I've done so many live shows. Yeah, it's like yeah. the same thing. Okay. So I have a friend who's getting married in a know. couple of weeks in the backyard in mm -hmm. like this, I'm sure it's like a beautiful bougie backyard, but they're doing super DIY. And I was like, are you hiring a day of coordinator? It's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, and he decided, cause he's like in the Hollywood world a little bit. He's hiring a PA, like a production assistant that Brilliant. he's used on shoots for, and I was like, how much are you paying? He's paying three fifty for the person to drive up for the day. That seems very nothing. cheap, but that's yeah. that PA's. So not everybody lives in LA. There's isn't always like entertainment. But if you know somebody who does events, see what they'll do it for. And, but they have to have had some experience with like you know they work on with walkie talkies frequently. Yes. That sort of thing. Yes. So, but it also has to be somebody who is just going to make a decision rather okay. than somebody who's like going to be passive. Mm -hmm. So the other lesson I learned, we, we, uh, we helped set up a, a DIY campsite, not campsite, but sorry, like summer camp style wedding a few years ago. You've this done is, this a lot. I know. This is the first time that we did like string lights and it was yeah. like the most exhausting thing ever. Um, so in that case, the bride asked a friend who had been a wedding, like, I guess I'm using air quotes right now. I had done this before mm -hmm. and she just like was very passive. Oh, like no. was kind of waiting for other people to tell her what to do. No, no, no. And this, you know what? This is why I volunteered for this time because so we're at this wedding and we, we did all this work the day before. So like the day of, we we're like, we're just going to enjoy the wedding. Mm -hmm. And the, the caterer gets there and they decided to go the route where they ordered a bunch of food from a restaurant. Okay. Which is more like what you would use for like a rehearsal Dinner, yeah. not so much for the wedding, but that's what they decided to do. Okay. And they hired a company that they found just to be to serve, to serve oh. which is a way to do it for a DIY. Again, you're trying that's to save money. Most, at Susie's. No, at Susie's, oh, she just, God. she spent, and she got a pretty good deal, I think. I think it ended up coming out to about 50 bucks a head for food, which is pretty cheap. That's nothing. It's really good. It sounds Compared expensive to some people listening right now. I promise you that's good. Mm. I think more likely if you're using the caterer that's at a venue, that's a pretty nice venue. Yeah. It's a hundred bucks or more. It's at least around where we live For sure. here is more typical. And so um, in that case, you know, th this most recent one, they were able to get a, a, a real, like a good caterer, good food. And they took care of all servers and everything. In there. So we're at this other wedding and the food shows up and there's a lot of it. Yeah. And we're seated. And I'm like, I'm going to, no one's taking care of this. I'm going to go over there and tell everybody what to do with this food. Yeah. Because they're like not serving it right. And so we all ended up being like pretty hungry at the end of the meal, like yeah, that sort of thing. Clock. The bride and groom didn't know. Oh, like taking, there wasn't enough? Like there wasn't enough. And mm. at the end of the night, 
there were cry. so many trays full of food that never got taken out to the tables. Because oh, no. the, the, the DOC was MIA. Yeah, no. So like that's an example where like somebody just needs to tell. Initiative. Because if like you're doing, in, again, if you're doing DIY and you're ordering food from a restaurant, which is totally legitimate, like that's how people used to do weddings, yeah. right? They like just have a caterer deliver the food. Yeah. I've been to a wedding like that where it was a buffet, but the, it was from a restaurant. Yeah, but maybe you hire like uh, five people that are going to come be like the servers Serve to come it. around with like drink or whatever the yeah. thing would be. Those people need to be told what to do because yeah. like they don't work this venue all the time, et cetera. Yeah. So that's another pitfall that I would look out for. It's just like making sure, but you also, let's say it's a regular like day of whatever we're on track. We're staying on our itinerary and every 20 minutes is accounted for on this itinerary. It's mm -hmm. like first look photo is at 4 PM at 4:20 The groomsmen take their pictures at 4:40, The bride comes back and takes all her family photos, whatever at 5:15, we need to be back at the site to walk down the aisle, et cetera. Right? Like all you need somebody who's going to be strict and like pull everybody and be like, it is about to be 5:15. We need to go to this. And you can be late. Like it's okay. fine, right? You can be late. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is you need to now be telling somebody needs to go tell the, um, the caterer that the cocktail hour is going to start 15 minutes late. Right. Like you they just to need to know. The time so yeah. you just communicate because they know it's going to be a little delayed yeah. sometimes. And they're all night. They're yeah. there all night. So that's fine. So qualities for a coordinator that you should look in. Somebody who's going to be not passive. Yeah. Somebody who's going to make decisions. Somebody who's done some sort of production before. Any kind of event stuff. Like they need okay. to join a bunch of events. Okay. Absolutely. And then the third is the other thing. Make sure they're not the person who's going to make the party fun. Because what I will say is like, that's my, you know, if you're inviting me yeah, that's to you your though. wedding, yeah. I'm going to like try and make it a party. Yeah. I was so exhausted. I couldn't do that, <laughs> you know, but like, I, you know what I did do? Like during the, during the food, it's like we're buffet style, which I love at a wedding. Love mm -hmm. a buffet style. Me too. I was like, okay, the families are going to go over, stand in line first, but everybody else will just rush over there. Right. So it's like, you have to tell the DJ We'll be calling you by table. And then I would just go over to one table at a time. Be like, okay, you guys can go get in line. Like somebody needs to do that. Cause, okay. Because it's hard to like coordinate these sort of things or yeah. again, talking with. Well, and people at weddings, guests don't know what to do unless they're spe specifically told. That's why I do uh, say totally. like sometimes there is signage needed to like tell them to enter here, go in here, sit here, whatever. Or a person that's, that's a large part of a wedding planner, wedding coordinator's job on the day of is telling yeah, tables when to get up and go, yeah. tables where the, the phone guest book is, tables where... And who's coming over... This is the other thing, too. Who is telling the bride and groom where to be? Almost oh, like a director? Need you need it. Because they're in bit. the moment. They're, they're trying the to moment. like think. They're, try, they're not trying to think about where they're supposed to go and when. That's that's a good point. But it, but it literally coming guess. over... To, like you, you're, you're taking... You're whatever, taking mm -hmm. photos, and then it's you're going around meeting and greeting with people, and then the coordinator needs to come over and say... Hey, I bride know, and groom, you guys are about speeches. to do, or, or yeah. maybe you're going to go do your first dance now. Yeah. Right. Did this wedding have all the typical things like first dance, parents dances, speeches, all, all of those? It. All really? Of it. Yeah. So yeah. you, as the DOC, had to tell everybody, like, right. dad, it's time for the father or daughter dance. Like, that yeah, kind of we stuff? told them all those things. Absolutely. They, they mean, didn't we? have every little thing, but it would be like, for example, the speeches. I went to every single one of them and was like, okay, you're going to be after this person. And you're going to come up here. I'm going to have you stand right here and I'll announce you on the microphone. And now coming to the stage. Were all the wedding right. guests like respecting the hell out of you by the end of this? Because they knew you were like friend Sean who's there to attend yeah, the wedding. But they, they were like, how, how much are you paying this guy? Yeah. Like, Nothing. I was going to say, like, I'd be like tipping you but even just as a guest. You're, if you're paying for a, a wedding coordinator, 
and they're your day of, they do this. Oh yeah. They will do job. this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they know what they're doing. It's a, it's, it's a real skill. Yeah. But again, if you're doing a DIY, don't think that you can get away with just doing it yourself. You're yeah. going to ruin your own experience if you're the bride and trying to handle the itinerary as it goes. Right, right. So in your experience with all of this DIY wedding stuff, what do you think would be the most important things that the couple should splurge on versus yeah. like, what can they save? What a great question. Cause I asked you to ask me. <laughs> no, okay. So there, here comes all the opinions. Now I want to preface this mm-hmm. by saying that the aesthetics of your wedding are very important. And if you consider something to be a priority, I do think that is important to you. Right. So like, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to skimp on the things that are like the most important to, to you. Pretty. However, I think that a wedding is not something like it's not something that you want to be like preserve in such a way that like, man, it would look great in like an architectural digest photo spread. Like I think a lot of people when they dream their wedding, they're thinking, how would this look in a magazine? Right. Not how would this feel? No, I'm saying I think you should be thinking, how would this fucking look on a music video? Like how fun does this? Because. It, okay, here's what happens. Here we go. Well, I like that lens. That, that's my point of view. Again, like, right, I'm not, I'm not a bride, so mm-hmm. I'm not totally thinking. And of course it matters how you look, and it does matter how, like, the environment looks. Right, like, right. the background in your photos is going to look good, even, mm-hmm. like, you're not so much focused on, like, the, the flowers on the table for your wedding photos, because, like, you're taking a lot of photos that aren't just in the venue either. Right. That's another thing, too, right? You're going to be, like, in setup photos. It's going to look great. No matter what. Now, one thing I would definitely not do is skimp on the photographer. That's one thing. People ask a friend to be the photographer. Mm-mm. I promise you it is so much harder than it sounds. So that's one thing I would not skimp on is the photographer. Like they get paid a lot for a reason. Yeah. And they do a lot of like, date, like you said, day of coordinator stuff that if somebody isn't used to doing wedding photography, mm. if they do other kind of photography, they're like going to totally underrate having your shot list getting it done, what looks good in a wedding photo versus a regular photo. Like it's just a totally different skill. So that's what Mm -hmm. I wouldn't skimp on. Mm -hmm. What I would consider skimping on is flowers. Yeah. Remember now we're doing DIY. So like we don't have a huge budget. Like did Susie do her own flowers? Here's a tip. Ready for a tip? She just straight up went to Trader Joe's and Costco. Yep, yep. And the thing is, you call your local Trader Joe's and you're like, I have a wedding coming up. They'll cut you off. I'm going to cut you off right there. We do it all the time. Just tell me what flowers you need. We'll set them aside the morning. They do? They, Trader Joe's will do that. Like oh, you show I up and, with, your, with your van, your U-Haul, whatever, and you pick up the flowers from them. They'll set aside with the flowers that you want. So she uh, went, And then she went to Costco, got some more flowers yep. to supplement that. Um, and it, they look pretty great. And they're gorgeous. Now, yeah. Here's the element it, way in which I would not skimp on flowers. Now, I think on average, what, what do people spend on flowers on average? I, I, Literally like, a bridesmaid's bouquet could be a hundred bucks. hundred bucks a bouquet. I would say like the minimum on like actually paying a florist is like around probably two grand most places mm-hmm. for all the flowers, right? That's like kind of an average yeah. minimum. If you want to do it DIY, you can do that. But like you have to really find out who can arrange a bouquet. Because yeah. your random bridesmaid can't. And so I keeping might just, them alive. I might. Well, that part's fine. Like, like if you get them the day, a couple days before, yeah. mine would die by the time the wedding. Right. Was you fun. pick them up the day before and you make, try and refrigerate them if possible. Okay. Like we had a walk-in fridge, so we put them in there. Nice. But, and most venues will have that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. the bride's bouquet and the, and the um, wedding party bouquets, like I'd probably pay a florist to do those. 
okay. then if you want to try and do all the other stuff, you can do that. So I think you can skimp on flowers because what ends up happening is like you end up spending 10 grand on your flowers and you're like, how did we spend $10,000 on flowers? Yeah. It's because they, by the way, your florist, it's a real job. It's a super important job. But like some of them, some of, some of these people who are like, you know, weddings, they're, they're just like middlemen. Like they're going and getting flowers. Like have you ever been to the yeah. flower district in New York city? Honestly, that's where a lot of people, Amanda's doing her flowers She's doing, there. Okay. Someone needs to tell her. <laughs> It's a madhouse. I've been to it. I've done it. Like you can, you can do it. You can even have a friend do it. Like it's possible to go to like whatever your local, like wholesale flower places. It is insane. Yeah, it is no. just like you show up at 7am and it's like, you're fighting for the flowers. You're bidding. There's no set prices. I can't be doing that right? the like, day before my no, wedding. You, you wouldn't, but you might if you're DIY and you don't have yeah. a big budget, no one's paying for your wedding. So what I would do is maybe skimp a little on the flowers because unless it's like insanely great flowers, right. nobody really remembers. Mm -hmm. Like you will remember, but I don't know that other people will. Right. Now, now here's my real, my number one opinion about weddings. Can't There's, wait. When somebody says, you, so you get back from the weekend wedding, Nicole, you've been to a lot of weddings lately. Mm -hmm. Don't people, one this weekend. And people ask you the question, how was the wedding? There's only three answers that can happen. One of them is like, it was terrible. It went horribly, blah, blah, blah. That mm -hmm. one's like never happens. So really there's only two. Mm -hmm. They either say it was great, we were dancing, we were having the time of our life, or they say it was nice. Yep. Now, what makes somebody say it was great? What makes somebody say it was nice? If you, this is again, this is just me, but like if you have people getting drunk and getting on the dance floor and having a great time, they're going to come home and say it was great. Great. If you spend a bunch of money on the flowers, but like the party isn't that fun. They're going to come back and say, it was so nice. It was yeah. really nice. And yeah. they're going to forget your wedding. And years later, they're going to be like, oh, what a nice wedding. What about food? Will they say great or nice if it's good food? What a good question. I think if it's really bad food, they'll say it's bad. Mm -hmm. And if it's regular food, like almost every wedding you've ever been to. Mm -hmm. Decent. They'll say it's good. But that won't be, no one thinks about the food. Right, right. Like they don't. They think about how much fun they had. How much fun they had. So here's the thing that I would not skimp on ever. The DJ. Do okay. not like even DIY. I'm telling you right now, the DIYers out there, like don't just set a Spotify playlist and expect it to be what a DJ does. Mm -hmm. So like at this wedding, if there's one thing I would change because they did, they did a great job planning their own wedding. But if there was one thing that I would change, it's so we, we hung string lights all throughout this, this dining hall. Mm -hmm. I think it was like 1400 feet of string lights that I hung. Oh, and what, and it looked great. Like it looked good. And it was nicely lit yeah. because when you use like the string lights for the lighting, like you turn off all the other lights and that's your only Gorgeous. source of light. So we were worried there wouldn't be enough. It was like way more than enough, right? Okay. Like it's always just going to be, because they, they're pretty bright. If I could change one thing, it would be, we would have the same string lights over the dance floor. And it's like the first third of the room was the, um, where we had the dance floor slash. That's where the actual ceremony was because mm -hmm. of the rain. And then the back two thirds were like the seating for food. Gotcha. So, that front third, like as soon as we're done with speech, like food and speeches. Clear it out. We would have turned off those lights and the DJ would have brought like fucking laser light show shit like you're at Coachella. Like we didn't have that lighting because they, mm -hmm. they didn't ask him to. They didn't pay for it. I would, without a doubt, turn off those lights and turn on like the laser light shit. Right. Because you need to give people anonymity to dance. Right. Okay. Now there's a second uh, ingredient to a good wedding dance party, which is shots. Like you can't, you have to take 
shots. Like of alcohol? Of alcohol. So some venues don't let you. Some bars say no alcohol on the rocks. Like you can have tequila on the rocks instead of right. a shot. And those people are lame. But <laughs> I, I, I do think, look, I, I know, I, right, n- not every venue No, but it's will like a pregame. That. You need a shot to get the party going. It, it is such a game changer. And I yeah. know you're not in college anymore. Like I know you're not in the sorority. You haven't no, been but shot people since are then. stiff at a wedding. They're Nobody stiff. wants to be the first out on the dance floor. We all turn into like junior high school wallflowers. Yes. Nobody wants to go out on the dance floor. It's how yeah. it works. You get like, you need this again. You just get the people who are fun mm-hmm. to like wrangle people to go yep. take shots together. If shots are in, in now, if shots aren't in order, then like, I don't know, we're going to like pour extra champagne in the champagne glass and take shots of that. Does like, the DJ help with this at all? Like, was this, this wedding Susie's did not have a DJ? Had a DJ and he was great. Oh, he was okay, a great okay. DJ. So like they did a great job getting a good DJ, Yeah, but he's working at a disadvantage because the, the floor is too well lit. Right. And we don't have anyone taking shots. Right, right. We all the other alcohol. There's plenty Nobody alcohol. wants to get out there. That You know this, long story short, go back and listen to my recap episode. Uh, this happened. Nobody was getting on the dance floor at right. first. I was panicking right. at my own wedding. I was screaming at my bridesmaids. <laughs> being dramatic. Yelling at my bridesmaids to get people inside because everybody was enjoying the gorgeous patio outside. Yeah, we had fire pits. We right, had, it's great. The bars were outside. That's another tip. Don't put the bars outside of the dance floor. It was tip. a whole thing. It was a, the people were really enjoying the outside. It's not that they weren't enjoying the dance floor. They just were loving outside, smoking, drinking outside. I my band people went outside, oh, band. sung in their faces. You had a yeah. band? Yeah, live band. That I love. I can, they were I amazing. Forgot. I didn't they were know the that. best part of my wedding. Well, okay. If there's one thing I wouldn't skimp on, it's the DJ. And if you can afford it, get a fucking band. Yeah. Because I bet you people, people went home after. People love DJs these days. Oh, oh, DJs are great. Everybody booked. They're, my band is now booked. I actually The wedding I'm going to this weekend is has my band yeah. playing. See, I'm so excited. Yeah, bands are not cheap. So like, yeah. again, if you're DIY, you probably can't get a band. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to get a band, make sure they're like a skilled wedding band. Right. So don't skimp on that. But I do think you one could convince themselves that I can do without a DJ but I need to spend on the flowers. I think that person isn't going to throw a great party. Yeah, no. I think if it's we good can get Good for grandma. Her, good for grandma, you know, mm-hmm. she, but even she doesn't give even a shit. Even she about the she flowers. wants to dance though. Yeah. Um but I do think people will remember your wedding as being a great wedding if there's shots and a good DJ with laser light show. I just think it's like so simple and yeah. yet so important because it's you want to throw a fucking party yeah you know what i mean and yeah be, and i think it's usually going to look great even without some mm-hmm. of the little like another, here's another thing Susie is so crafty and so skilled. like she's did a great job she from hand oh, God. made those gar you know those like paper garlands that are so popular like on yeah they'll have like little flags on a string yeah. sort of thing that's very diy so she went on etsy and she saw they're like they're 25 bucks for every 10 she feet so she made them on a sewing machine now i think she made them on the sewing <laughs> machine partly because it gave her something to like do while she yeah, was stressing yeah. about the wedding months therapeutic therapeutic if they weren't they looked great mm-hmm. but if there were no garlands like, you wouldn't notice. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't miss them. You wouldn't have missed them. Mm-hmm. And I think she must have spent like, I don't know, a hundred of her own hours. If like, there wasn't a good them. DJ or shots, you would miss those. You would totally miss them. Yeah. So I think, you know, if we could have done it over again, there would have been more shots and, and better dance. Shots lighting. of anything specific or just whatever? Whatever gets you drunk. Okay. You know, I, I mean, look, I, I don't think this is, this is not a controversial opinion, but if you're open, bo- I mean, 
Yeah, you got it. I mean, you got to have a bar. <laughs> like, if you're going to have a cash bar. I'm just, I love DIY. that you're sharing all of this because we always talk about design aesthetic and how to make a beautiful wedding and how to, we talk about the overall guest experience too, but this is so interesting hearing as like a guy who's attended a bunch of weddings. That is what you care about. That's, so, That's what everybody cares about, even though they don't okay. know it yet. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, maybe your grandma doesn't. <laughs> But Gra- I don't know. To, Grammy Grammy wants to party. I think so, too. I think she wants to dance, too. And she if does. people aren't taking shots, they won't make her come out on the dance floor. Yeah. So I just think that that part is so important and it's underrated. Do you ever think there's too much dance floor, though? Like, do you want people experiencing the photo booth, the other things? They will. See, this okay. is what I'm saying, too. It's like people will use the distractions. They need an excuse to get on the dance floor. Right. Not the other way around. Like people will go to the nice fire pits or the, like you said, they'll go out to the balcony or or the photo booth or whatever it is. Like people will find time to do that. Right. Because it's going to be a long. they'll take a break. After dinner is done, you need to start getting people ramped up to get on the dance floor. Because two solid hours of like dancing at a wedding will, I mean, like what's the greatest night of your life when you're a teenager? The prom. dancing. But it's the dancing. Yeah. Like it's prom, right? And now that Nobody's you're saying like, this- oh man, they did a great job on the photo booth, but yeah. it was bright as daylight on the dance floor. Like, no, of course not. Right. That's important, yeah. I think. Get people dancing. Don't mm-hmm. skimp on the DJ. You can't. Also, um, before we move on, I like to ask though, do you have any last big tips? Mm-hmm. We're not going to do unpopular opinions today, even though I love unpopular opinions. Yeah. It's one of my favorite segments on Oh, uh, Sean's boring. Boo. No, I'm kidding. We can do them. <laughs> or we can just move it up and do one right now. I'm going to do my unpopular opinion. Okay. Okay. I love that. The least important thing at mm-hmm. the wedding that you as the bride and groom will spend the most mental energy thinking about and talking about is Can the I d- guess? Yeah. Least important thing at the wedding. That you do spend a lot of time thinking. You were going to say the first dance. No, 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 no. That's why is that the, the, there's no cost. That's I great. Because I heard you say the, um, the, the, the first dance. I think is nice. I think you won't regret a first dance. The it costs a good amount of money. The there's a lot speeches. Of, oh my god! Can we talk about speeches? Yeah, <sighs> I love a wedding. Love speech. a wedding. I'm going to give you my tips on wedding speeches. It's not a wedding speech. Speeches are super important. Are you we, we need to have you back on. Yeah, speeches are very important. What do you? you I'll give you one more guess. The uh, the outfits? No, they're so important. <laughs> Are you crazy? Least That's important. So okay, important. no, 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 wait. Okay. No, but outfits are expensive. So I kind of like it when people let the uh, bridesmaids wear a dress that just fits your color palette. I think that looks great. Yeah. That's wait, good. least important thing that the couple spends the most time, time worrying. and money worrying about. And money. To me, this is just me. This is just me. There's a DIY way to do this right. The f- <laughs> During the reception? Yeah. Not the music because we already certainly not the music and it yeah, definitely that's the most call the um what the, they the food matters the food matters you need nice food you need good food the f- the cake it's the cake nicole oh that's the, not the most money during the no reception. no but you can spend too much on it you can spend oh, yeah. a lot right so you need to not worry too much is what i'm saying About you need cake. dessert just get whatever. So you get one of the small cakes so that That's you can, what we did. so you can do the first like mm-hmm. piece a cutting of the cake. 
that cake might cost 50, might cost 100, mm-hmm. might cost 150. Yep. We're not a DIY wedding. That's not breaking the bank for your DIY wedding. Mm-hmm. But people were like, we need to go to multiple cake tastings. We're going to go to all these different vendors and figure out. We're going to get our sheet cake. No one likes and we're cake gonna, No one wants the cake. They're too full and drunk to eat it. They're on the dance floor. True. If they're busy eating the dessert, it's a shitty wedding. That's, yeah. our, well, it's not a shitty wedding, but it's not a fun <laughs> one. So I think that the cake is a perfect example of like, save on the cake, yep. spend on the shots. Fully agree. Save on the flowers, spend on the laser light show. Would you say still other dessert though? Of course other dessert. Yeah, Just have grandma make budget. some cookies. Whatever, cookies. Famous cookies. Cupcakes or whatever. Like if you're doing I did mini you cupcakes. Can, you can do the mini cupcakes because mm-hmm. people aren't going to eat people that much love of them. They love them. Got to, there was extra. They got to take them home as like a gift, a little take home. But we did a six inch cake so that we said we cut the cake. We had photos of us cutting that little thing. And then we let it um, melt in our car the next day on accident. <laughs> well, the people who care about having the cake the next day. I I'm just like, oh, I heard, a I, story. I heard a story this weekend where they went to this expensive venue and then they like, they got the special like, you know, lemon and lavender cake and whatever. And then they had the cake cutting, but then, you know, you go, you dance, right? Mm-hmm. And so they didn't get to try their own cake at the wedding. And then the next day they went so back to the sad. venue to pick it up and it had been thrown away by the staff. So they were quote unquote compensated and I get it. I would be mad too, mm-hmm. but you know what? Staff should say You don't need to eat the cake after the wedding. It's not important. Your yeah. marriage is not make your, some people freeze it to eat on the anniversary. I do it. Cool. Cake is always good. Don't get me wrong. You know what's even better than cake? Ice cream cake. But that's a different uh, topic. Cookie cake. Yeah. yeah cookie cake's good too. But you don't need to break the bank on cake. And you people spend so much time worrying mm-hmm. about it. There's fights over what kind of cake will we get. Those things are elaborate. Oh, we need to do our champagne tasting so that we get the right kind of champagne for the toast. Who fucking cares? Like, no. just get drunk. Just give me a shot glass, Just give baby. me a shot glass. I'm, I know, I'm not even like a pusher of shots in general. I think they're gross. But, but at a wedding, wedding, they're a must. Get the, get the party going. Really? You like that unpopular opinion? Is that okay? Yeah, cake's not I mean, as important as you think it is. Here's the that's thing: I will thing. say, if you were a, <clears throat> if you were an avid listener of the podcast, that's a very popular opinion. No, it is, but I mean, I I think I think you know, well, good. I'm glad people have a lot come of people to will it. agree. But I think there are like a lot of people who don't know that, so I'm oh, going to yeah. drive it home. Oh, for totally. sure. Yeah. New listeners, though, that's that should be the theme of this podcast: cake ain't needed. That was very helpful, Sean. Thank you. Let's get into our uh, voicemail. Wait, so Nicole, is this the first time there's ever been a voicemail on the Betches Bride show? Yes, it is. Mm, what an honor it is to, to get the first. We've gotten I, some calls already have come in. Oh, we've gotten a ton. Do not be shy. Now, here's the kind of calls that I think you need to call in with. Be mm-hmm. specific. If you have a specific problem, if you have drama, if mm. you have planning questions, if you have something you think Nicole hasn't covered on the show before, call in with it. Because that's it. the sort of material that we need. Something ignite an interesting question. If you have a would you rather, you have an unpopular opinion, you have something you think that would fit the podcast, uh. instead of sending it over DM, just call in. Oh, I love a call in. I mean, I mean it's better. It's better than that. Nicole might be looking for one. Who knows? <gasps> oh, no, this could be, be your audition for God. <laughs> what's, the, what's the number? Okay. The hotline number is 646-389-7804. All right. And our producer, Becca, she's going to put it in the show notes for this episode. Yes. I want to see like a lot of calls coming in. But let, yes. Should we, should we go to the phones? Let's do it. Hey, bitches. This is Abby. I just heard Nicole on the podcast and got the phone number. I've been listening for almost a year since I got engaged. 
My wedding's in two weeks, and I am just kind of stressing out. I feel like I've been a pretty chill bride, but lately I'm like, is it enough? Did I get enough florals? Did it, did we do enough with the open bar? Did we do enough with the ceremony music? Like, literally, like, I'm just kind of freaking out. So I'm assuming this is normal. Just wanted to hear it from other people to see if they experience similar things. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Great call. I love her. Good Abby? questions. Abby, love Abby. I I want to go to Abby's. I love anybody named so Abby. Sweet. I know. I love. That yeah. was my old dog's name. Not Aww, to not to diminish it as a human name, but she was. But she was a hot dog. She was. Um, okay. Well, first of all, let's give her peace of mind. Yeah. It's fine. You're fine. Right. Nothing you've planned. Well, for I can relate to this girl. Totally. I'm. I'm. I never feel like I'm doing enough, but it, I am. That feeling of anxiety is actually a good sign. Yes. Because it means that you are going to have so much fun when the day comes. Mm -hmm. If you're one of those brides listening right now and you're at perfect calm and ease, you might. That's a question the, mark. The day of the wedding might just feel like a dud. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, is much worse saying, is if you called in and said, I'm not so sure about the groom. Mm -hmm. That would be a problem. Yeah. I'm not so sure about the florals is a fine problem. You're though. you're like anti-florals. No, no. Florals actually are, are I actually think, what flower, if you have the budget for it. Yeah. Flowers are really great. But I, th I, don't, I don't think you should be worried about having enough florals, which so she too. said. I think you're fine on the florals. If, if you have, like we said this whole episode, they're not that important. They're not. Budget. I mean, it, it, as long as you think the wedding venue looks pretty good, mm -hmm. you, you don't have to have like perfect centerpieces. Sometimes you can totally. come up with different creative ways. You have to a little bud vase with one or two. I, that's what I had, little bud vases. They had perfect. like one or two stems. I think sometimes the flowers go to waste. Sometimes yeah. you, you, they decorate and it's like, oh, we had too many flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Now the alcohol, she did ask, do we have enough alcohol? Make sure you have enough of that. If there is, if you're allowed to have hard alcohol, mm -hmm. then let's just make sure there's enough for shots. Again, I know, I know not everybody's about that, but I think it's really helpful. I also just want to talk about the cash bar thing. Again, this is a DIY wedding podcast episode. Mm hmm. Because you're doing DIY and you're on a shoestring budget, there is an urge to go cash bar. And at that point, I would tell you, just skip the wedding altogether. Really? Like, what are you going to skimp on? I don't know. Because that's a popular... Why don't you cancel the DJ, the photographer, the florist, and the officiant? Because we don't need to have a wedding if you have a cash bar. That's my opinion. That's a popular question that we always get. I'm glad we're talking about this. Okay, the cash bar. Some people strongly think, like, it still have the wedding. People just pay for drinks. I think that's what the courthouse is for. Okay. Yeah. Here's what, here's a, here's an open bar that I would be okay with. Okay. Is you went, you went to see the judge and he gave you, he said, you do, you do. Okay. You guys are married. <laughs> and then that night we're going to uh, poor Richard's pub for a wedding reception. Everyone can pay for their own drinks at the bar. Yeah. 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 That's a wedding reception. I would be willing to pay for drinks at if I'm putting on a suit, <laughs> And I am maybe getting a hotel room. Sitting through a ceremony. Or still even sleeping in a yurt like I did. <laughs> and then I get to the bar and you're like, oh, can you pay cash for that? What you're doing is you're cutting your party off at the knees because people will then not want to drink as much and therefore yeah. they're not going to have as much fun. Well, and it hinders the experience. I, I'm kind of of that mindset too. Like as a hospitable person, I'm always offering when people come into my presence, whether it's my wedding, whether it's my home, do you want something to drink? Do you want something to eat? I'm like offering you those things. I think those are staples of having somebody into your yeah. own space. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm I mean, just track with Nicole. <laughs> if you know Nicole, Nicole in real life is just like the Nicole on the podcast. She's that concerned with everybody oh being happy and taken care of. True, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So I'm but, like you. I like if you tell can't. Tell me this, Nicole. Why would you? Why? Why? Why would you throw a wedding? And you're like, okay. The, the cake's coming out. Are you charging by the slice? Seriously. Oh, it's time for the food buffet. Oh, you can't go over to the meatballs because you only, you didn't. Yeah, you that's to, true. We're charging you for the lasagna. Yeah, like why are you going to charge for why alcohol you charge if you're not? For, why don't you just charge? Why don't you make people pay to sit in the seat like they're buying a ticket for a concert? Yeah. I don't understand why you would have charge a cash Charge for just bar. the alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't track My me. thing is, I always tell people, if you need to save on the bar you can't afford all the bougie top shelf liquor that's totally that's fine fair. that's fair maybe just do beer and wine but make it an open beer and wine and like one like two handles that you just yeah bought. like they're not that expensive yeah i mean honestly or yeah supply your shelf, own alcohol like, as long as the bottle is made of glass then the handle of alcohol is yeah. fine don't, if it's, if it's a plastic handle that's a no, problem no brunettes yeah. no we, college brunettes i don't know what brunettes is we didn't have oh. that we had pop-off vodka where i grew up oh my god yeah, that was one that we would get it was 10 bucks i just 1.75 liters don't that's that. the call don't bring no don't do that no. but i really do think i mean you know, if you're having a dry wedding i assume it's for a very specific reason mm -hmm. that's fine but if you're going to have a bar Cash bar is actually, it boggles my mind. I'm yeah. kind of getting mad right now. <laughs> Just at the thought of it. Sean hates a cash bar. I mean, I agree. I, I hate to say I agree, but and I'm, I know there's listeners who don't, but like, I think well, we need open. Cut, cut the budget somewhere else is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. Literally skip No photo dessert. booth. No, no second look for the bride. Wait, hold on. You're telling me there are people who have, who pay for a photo booth with a photo booth technician and have a cash bar? I hope not, but I'm sure there are. I bet there that person exists. Yeah. I'm telling that person right now, don't invite Mix me to that. your wedding. Yeah. I won't RSVP. I might even RSVP and not show up just to stick it to you. Regarding Abby's question about yeah. enough alcohol. So I'm assuming Abby is having an open bar. She no, was, no one's ever run out of alcohol at their wedding. Well, no. I've been to weddings lately where the types of alcohol. Everybody wants Cosmigos. Uh, everybody wants the nice Blanco oh, uh, tequila. I don't think you need top shelf alcohol available. Well, I no, agree no. With that. I, agree I agree too. With that, yeah. But I'm saying there's been, I've been to weddings recently where the type of alcohol will run out before the end of the night. Like high noon, you're welcome. High noon. I, mm -hmm. I love high noon. We know it. We love it on this podcast. They ran out of high noons by the end of the wedding, but like an hour before the mm -hmm. edding, wedding ended for one I went to recently. And it was fine. I wasn't like, no, high noon or nothing, even though I love that saying. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I do say that sometimes. It's noon o'clock somewhere. That's the right. one I'm trying to pitch to everybody. It is noon o'clock somewhere. But yeah. I was like, it's okay, fine. I'll switch to whatever. But do you think that's okay to run out of the types? Yeah, I don't think that's ruining wedding, As long as there's right? other options. There's all, okay, yes, of course. I, I have a feeling that Abby bought enough alcohol. This yeah. Is my first and foremost. I think almost always. I think Abby's going to be fine. Almost always way too much alcohol. Now, sometimes again, yeah. with, with the venue, they just like charge you afterwards. Per head. But if you're doing DIY and you're going to be picking it up, what you can do is like wherever you live, you have a place called like uh, the Bevmo or whatever, the Total Wine and More. <laughs> I don't know. What did you have where you grew up? What was like the big liquor barn? Oh, uh, in Rehoboth where my dad lives, um, Atlantic Wine and Liquors. Oh, it's shout the out best. to Atlantic. Such good deals. No, it is the, it's bigger than like. I Madison love Square. a giant I, <laughs> liquor barn place. It's it's the best. And yes. no tax in Delaware. Oh, it just gets yeah. better and better. We should incorporate there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so <laughs> those those places you go to them. Here's an I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry to the listeners. This is the first time I've said something that I'm not really sure is true. But I'm pretty sure if you buy too many handles of alcohol, they'll take some of them back. Mm. 
So that's another thing. It's like, I mean, if you're I mean, just, or what? You just have alcohol but in your I'm saying. home like, bar? You thought you only needed three handles of vodka by four. And yeah. then you have one that just lives in your house until you drink it. Yeah. So beer and wine, again, probably most of the time there's too much. Yeah. I hear now. Here's I love this tip. Okay. So now you're doing DIY. I actually have a friend who did another DIY. Like upstate, DIY. whatever. It was at a barn. It was as cheap DIY as it gets. And it's like the kind of DIY where you're like, I love how low Texas is. And they had um, their officiant. She, she wore a graduation gown. We love that. That's so funny. Like it's a bit. I, oh, cute. I think that is cute. But it was like they leaned into Different. it. She was a friend, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, but, oh, she went to college with that. Okay. No, I, no, I'm just saying she just, instead of like being a fit, like wearing a dress, she wore a graduation gown. Oh, that's like funny. to look like a, okay. okay to cool. look like an officiant, look like a priest or something. Yeah, so yeah. that's that kind of like sense of humor wedding, but it's a real wedding. And they got, um, you know, when you go to the, maybe you guys don't have this where you grew up, but like, if you go to the park, there's a guy wheeling around like a cooler full of, I think they're called nutcrackers, but it's just, did I get that wrong? I don't know. But like just little like cocktails in a, in a plastic thing that you can mm -hmm. just buy from a guy illegally at the park. Well, anyway, we had that where I live. <laughs> they have it. They have it in all the parks in New York City. It's like oh, a thing, right? I don't go and, there. Um, <laughs> but so you, you don't. They had just bottled cocktails. Oh, cute! And just like buffet food, whatever. But like instead of having a bar, they just bought a ton of those cocktails. The bottled, okay. Right. That was before the creation of faux pas. So, like, here's what I would the actually do: your DIY. You're trying to save money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot easier than having like a, a bartender or whatever, just go, find out where canned. they have faux pas near you. Like literally you have like four flavors of canned cocktails. Just like mm -hmm. put them in giant, the, like the big Everybody ice bucket things. Those. The people will drink those. Have, and if you have extras, then you get to take those. I would say have beer and wine too for like uncle Bill well, who most, wants his Spud beer. Light. Beer and wine is the main thing. Totally. Right. Yeah. But also have the, yeah. Can canned co cocktails. Do a nooner. Hard I don't care. Whatever yeah. it is. Like, I do yeah. think having a lot of those, it's not it, having too many of those is a good problem to have. Yeah, you'll you'll drink those in the summer. What was her? Th she had another question. What else did Abby want to know? Enough alcohol, enough food, or florals, no, florals. Enough. Is she has she done enough? Yeah, overall, I think she has. Because if she she's anything, the fact that she's asking these questions shows me that she has. Because. If you're too, don't they say the saying, if you're nervous, it's a good thing. If you're nervous before performance, yeah, yeah, I just said that. that yeah. yeah, that was a good, that's, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Kilby, 2022. I think it was Mark Twain it's said been, it first. And then, and then I said. But yeah, no, I mean, that's the, they, I think she's go. I think she's more than prepared. Well, you're going to forget something. You're going to forget yeah. something. It's not going to ruin your wedding. Oh yeah. Yeah. If like the rings don't play out right, it's not going to ruin your wedding. If, if yeah. the DJ doesn't show up, it will ruin your wedding. Make sure you hired him. But like. I, it's really unlikely that there's going to be something that's make, and break, make or break at this point. Mm -hmm. But if you want peace of mind, if there's something you should be going over now with alcohol. a few weeks left, well, no, no, alcohol for sure, but we already covered that, is do that itinerary thing we talked about. Mm -hmm. We're like over plan the day before and over plan the day of so that when you hand it off to whoever's helping you with it, you You're don't have done. to think about it. They yeah. know exactly what you planned. Preparation is key, baby. Preparation is key. That's why I always say, that's my motto on this podcast. You what know if you listen. What is it? Preparation is Preparation key. Preparation is key. Do I not say that, you guys? Always. always. Sean doesn't listen. No, I listen all, I'm, I'm, I'm in the room some of the time for this. <laughs> true, true. Okay. 
Well, I think Abby probably feels better. I think we did it. Abby, your your wedding's going to be gorgeous. She, I think she does. I think she does. And like Sean said, if you want peace of mind, buy the extra couple handles, buy the extra bouquet of flowers, if you have the budget for this. Like, that's what I do if I have peace don't, of mind. Don't buy the extra flowers. You have enough. Yeah, don't buy the extra flowers. Just kidding. But the extra alcohol and whatever else. But... Like Jordana and I used to always say with the mm -hmm. gift giving, if you're thinking like, oh, did I give not enough for that person's gift? Add another extra like 50 bucks. Yes, that yeah. adds up. I get it. Money doesn't grow on trees. But at the same time, it'll take the peace of mind off you for being like, oh, I should have given 200 instead of 150. So for peace of mind, using that as a reference for that sake, if you can add little extra handles, add the little extras here and there. But I think you're fine. I think she's going to be fine. If you're adding extras, make sure it's something that you can use again, like the alcohol. The flowers will die. If you have extra alcohol, you use it. Right. I agree with that. All right, Nicole, I'm going to have to come back and we're going to have to talk about speeches. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do speeches and biggest mistakes that people make. Oh. And then you can send that episode to all the people that are going to be at your wedding. You don't even need to listen to the next time I want. You yeah. just like send it. You'll be able to send it to like your mother-in-law. So she, I'll give just her tips on how to ruin your wedding. I love that. Mistakes is our favorite topic here. Mm -hmm. Speeches and mistakes, baby. Sean, thank you so much. Where can everybody find you? I'm on Instagram at Radio Sean Ryan. I haven't posted <laughs> in a while. So it, but you can DM me if you want. I won't read it, but. I'll no, you it. have to. I, I'll, I'll do for the bride's back, audience. For the bride's audience. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'm you at your can service. take over the Betches Bride's Instagram. I say <sighs> this to everyone. Can you imagine <laughs> what a time that would you be? You really should. People are like, who the f is this guy <laughs> and why is he talking to me right now? Radio Sean Ryan, mm -hmm, baby. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, do you want to say it? No, you. You don't listen. You don't even Tell know. Death, do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.